Let's see, I started working on the podcast um, 2012. Oh. When I initially started, like in 2012. And really, man, like my, my background is in music production. And it was like, I just wanted a break in a sense and just wanted to do some different stuff. And, um, you know, still doing the production and everything, but really, like, the main focus of the site itself was just to, um, was to, like, have a platform for artists. You know what I'm saying? Because I know how it is being an independent artist. Like, I mean, independent artist is the same thing as a producer. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's the same. Like, you know, everybody had that same grind that you got to deal with. And so, you know, with that being said, I wanted to kind of, you know, um, have an opportunity to, to provide that platform for other artists that's dealing with the same, you know, same stuff that I had to deal with. Um, and it worked out, you know, the podcast really, truly started as I had a session going one day. And in between, you know, in between takes, you know, you sit down and just talk, chat yeah. with the producer, whatever. And, and I was talking with this artist and we were like, you know, it was a real dope conversation. And we was like, man, we should have been recording this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it was I, like, I got those. yeah. yeah. And at that point, it's like, dang, you're right, I should have recorded this. And then and so from that point forward, I was just like, man, I'm just going to start recording casual conversations because that conversation that we had at, at the moment was just chill. It wasn't nothing like, you know, it wasn't formulated. It wasn't like, you know, this part of the album that, you know, it wasn't any of that. It was just yeah. real, like, just real talk. And what I found over, you know, what, a little over, I guess, going on two years now, but really basically a year um, doing the podcast is that people gravitate toward that. You know what I mean? Like they enjoy that behind the scenes look of how projects came about. Like, you know, even simple stuff like, man, like your first rapper name, like they just love hearing that, you know, that type of conversation. So, you know, with that being said, man, welcome you, uh, like welcome to the Straight Out of Damn podcast. Um, and, you know, as you can see, we record this thing right here out of the guest bedroom. Like, you know, this is studio slash bedroom slash, you know, all of that. You know what I mean? So, but. Yeah, that's cool. I yeah. mean, I got similar setup. Yeah, I mean, we, we all so, know how to, yeah. that, 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 um, yeah. the humble beginnings, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, but, um, you know, uh, oh, and I didn't even say your name, man. This is Jay Cutter. Um, in, in live in the den, man. I appreciate you coming through, bro. Yeah, what's up? What's up? Appreciate it, man. Appreciate yeah. you having me here. Not a problem at all, man. You know, I want to I wanna go ahead and just, I guess, start at the beginning. You know what I mean? Because, like, I don't, you know, I don't know a whole lot about your music. I heard a, a few records, you know what I mean, here yeah. and there. Um, I do know the, the general stuff. You're from Atlanta. Um, you have, like, not necessarily, like, an Atlanta sound, but you embrace, you know, where you're from. You know yeah. what I mean? But at the same time, you still do your own thing. It's not like you know, typical of what you're going to hear all the time on the radio or whatnot. Um, but you do have some some of those friendly Atlanta, you know, I guess you can say club records, you know what I mean? Um, the uh, one record that caught my attention was the, uh, and I just had it up too, it was, uh, was it? The record that you had, what's her name, Sheeta? Oh, Sheeta Payphone? Yeah, yeah. Was it uh, Living? Living, 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 okay. living yeah. and it was another one like another. a while back. Yeah, yeah. Was, with uh, her on it? No, no, it was okay. another record. I think we were just talking about about being in the A. Oh, where is that? Where is it? Yeah, where is that? That's it. Yeah. Um, those are two records that I really heard and had a chance to really digest. 
and um, you know, listen to those records, I, I have that. It, it gives me that feeling of um, how Atlanta was for me when I first came here for college. You know, like like O right. two, it was just like, you know, that that good good feeling. You know what I mean? Like That's party. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm in college, so you know how that was in college. Everything, yeah. you know, fun every yeah, day. Yeah, type yeah. Thing, you know what I mean? So party, you know, party. um, yeah, exactly, exactly. So you know. With that being the, the base of, of those records that I heard, you know, I wanted to know, like, where did it all start for, for you? You know what I mean? Like, what was the idea behind, like, me, J. Cutter, like, let me go into rapping? Well, uh, as far as, like, music, I was, like, since, like, elementary school, something's always been gravitated to it. Mm -hmm. Like, just listening to stuff on the radio. I just remember being, like, in second, third grade trying to write more lyrics to stuff yeah. that was on the radio. Just... <laughs> You know, just goofing around and yeah. stuff. And then as the years got, years progressed, you know, mm -hmm. I started going deeper and deeper into it. And like uh, when I was in high school, I was actually in like a rap group. It was like me and three of my buddies. Yeah. So we would do like high school talent shows and stuff. We used to just <laughs> pass CDs around just to like get our name out there and stuff. Yeah. So it was a cool little grind, you know. And then after that, I actually did go to college. But, mm -hmm. um, actually left I didn't really feel like I was learning anything and then like it was more so like what I really wanted to do gotcha. and then like this as like a year or two went by and I realized like this is this is all I want to do as far yeah. as the music it's like the only thing that really gets my my passion so you know speaking of that passion because you know I, I talk to a lot of different artists and um we you know we always talk about that breaking point you know what I mean? Like for you, I know you say you were in college and you realized like this is not working. Like I don't like what I'm doing. So what what was it that really made you feel like okay, it's time to switch it up? You know what I mean? Uh man, like during that time it was like a lot going on. I was just doing a whole bunch of like I was, when I was in school I wasn't like doing my best at it. Like as yeah. you mentioned, like the parties and stuff. Yeah. I was a smart kid. I had like I had the hope and all that mm -hmm. all that extra stuff. But like actually me sitting in class paying attention. I like try to do all the work. But like me being at school, like even in my dorm room, we like uh had dorm and had my roommate mm -hmm. and then like just looking at my ass still trying to like set up a studio yeah. <laughs> in the damn dorm room and still like still like studying and doing my work. That's when like this yeah. is getting the getting to be something something serious to where I'm like someone's paying for the school you know yeah, I'm supposed to be like, doing my best at it but I'm like I'm like just F it all and just yeah I mean well you know I'm a huge fan of um finding out what you want to do early on mm -hmm. in life and then like just full speed ahead because you know how it is man like we've told you know your whole life you're being told to you know graduate high school, after you graduate high school, go to college, you know, after you graduate college, get that, you know, corporate job or whatever. Yeah, the American dream yeah. type. Work, yeah, work 25 to 30 years, retire, you, you know, you're getting all of that stuff, and yeah. most people follow that same path, and it's really not until, like, maybe late, maybe mid to late 20s, early 30s is when you realize, like, man, and for some people longer than that, but you realize, you know, you wake up and you're like, man, I don't want to do this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And you're probably four or five years at in at your job or whatever, and you're like, uh, this is this is not it. So, you know, um, and I was having this conversation with, uh, I think it was just a homeboy of mine, man. We were just talking about, like, 
they don't or no, you know, it might have been a phone interview. I can't remember. It was I was talking with somebody. Yeah. But we were just speaking on like, you know, they need to do more assessments for kids like early on, like, you know, in high school. Have them take an assessment, find out exactly what they're great at and what they have a passion for and kind of steer them in that direction. Like, you know, it can still yeah. be the same curriculum. I think everyone needs a high school diploma. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. You need that. But, you know, and I'm a big fan of college. Me personally, I think everyone should at least go and try it. But yeah. At least the experience. Yeah, that it was experience. experience. It, it definitely was an experience that I, you know, take with me for a lifetime. But at the same time, you know, there are so many kids doing stuff that they're basically wasting their time. Like, yeah. you know, you have kids who don't have the science and math skills that say they want to be an engineer. And it's like, you didn't prepare yourself for that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, or you have people that are great at, at drawing and... No say way. I want to play basketball, and yeah. it's like you know what I mean. And like nobody let them in the direction. Exactly. They, you know, there's no, there's no specific route. No one's there to like exactly. got them. Like man, it's it's this kid I, I saw. Man, um, I do this, um, like uh, I fifty six. It's this thing at, at my church, like where we um, fifth and sixth graders, kind of like Sunday school, like you know, growing up, whatever. But um, for them, it's just like another time. But this kid, like he's just dancing the whole like. Whenever music's playing, he's just dancing, 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 dancing. Yeah. And, you know, I asked him, I was like, man, are you taking classes? And he was like, yeah, my mom, you know, put me in classes a couple of years ago, which I thought was great because I just remember growing up and I would see kids doing that. Their parents didn't know to tell them, like, oh, that's a, a skill that that kid has. They're looking at it like, stop all that horseplay. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you know, kids that are in front of the TV watching movies and can tell you everything, like, they might have a path for direct, you know, being a director, but, you know, people don't. Catch on to that. They don't catch yeah. on to it. It's like, oh, stop horseplaying and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. it, it, it's crazy, man. But back to the music. I, I probably do that a lot. You know? <laughs> oh, it's, it's cool, like, man. You know, we just chilling. Yeah, we're just chilling. Um, so you're in Atlanta. You you, you drop out of, of college, right? Did you drop out or you... you... Oh, it's like that was another thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily dropping out. I actually got into a bit of trouble. Like uh, my mm. freshman year, they put me on... Oh, is it uh, academic probation? Not ac disciplinary probation. Oh, okay, it was, okay, okay, okay. And then the next year, I got put on academic probation. Mm. And then, like, during that second year, I was just I was just turning up. So I was like, fuck it, I just left. Just left. And then, like, I, yeah, I just left. I was like, fuck it, because it was, it was, like, too much going gotcha. on for me. Gotcha. But, um, so that's where we're at right now. So you, you, you're, um, you're out of school. And it's like, you know what, I know what I really want to do. I want I want to be a rapper. I want to... How do you... Just going back in the conversation, how we were saying, like, you know, when when you you see what you want to do, but, like, people around you might not understand what you're doing. Yeah, with that, it's, it's like with anything. Like, you say you want to be an astronaut. You have to mm -hmm. convince the people around you that you really want to do that. Okay. Like, that's the only thing you want to do. And then you got to show that you're trying to reach that point no matter whatever it takes and like far as like with the music stuff in Atlanta it's mm -hmm. a little different because it's every year it's a new sound yeah every year it's a, a new artist and who who knows you know if they're gonna be there the next year or not that's true and like so white like, the actual music community like I've been to like all type of networking events I met mm -hmm. who you know who and yeah, what yeah, what yeah. and like a lot of stuff doesn't matter unless you like got everything ready to go right then and there 
you know, for you to go at them. So, you know, um, with, with that being said, because I see, you know, I see your work. I listen to your music. Your music is definitely, you know, it's, it's polished. It's mixed correctly. You know, the visuals look, yeah, look like, good. You know what I mean? It took time to, like, find the people to actually get so, the sound you So, like, go, in, go into that because, like, you know, I'll say a good 75% of our listeners are, like, you know, a lot of indie artists um, who are trying to, you know, figure out their way in, 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 you know, in the music industry. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of them dealing with those same issues, like, you know, trying to surround themselves with the proper team yeah. and people that truly believe in them the same way that they believe in themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, what did you have to, you know, do to kind of navigate around that and figure out the right people to put in your circle? Uh, like, the first thing is, like, trying to surround yourself with people with the same interests. That's, like, the one of the number one things and just if if everyone has the same interest and the same type of goal and everybody you're just gonna gravitate to each other mm -hmm. like me going out to like different events dealing with music I just meet random artists engineers stuff like that and mm -hmm. like if you gel well then you know you're gonna be hanging out more you're gonna be wanting to do music more because you know they got the same passion as you that's all they want to do gotcha. so they want to be around someone that's you know on the same mindset Dope, dope, dope. I mean, you know, I, I think that's that's solid advice, man, because, you know, we all we all deal with it, you know, it, is that and, and not necessarily I don't want to say like breaking point, but, you know, there's that time when you're kind of like, all right, this is not the right dude to be in my circle. Oh, you know, what I'm saying? Yeah. this is not the right person or, you know, yeah, this person was like, oh, man, I love what you do. But when you need them for some type of help or service, it's oh, like, yeah, oh, no oh, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Oh, oh. I've been through that. I think you're always going to go through that. And then it's just trial and error, I should say. Because, mm -hmm. like, where I'm at, I don't even feel like I'm, like, where I, like, where I could see myself. Yeah. Then, you know? And, like, you're still going to go through it. It's just really trial and error. But, and then, like, best thing to do is, like, reference. It's, like, if you know someone that actually worked with them, mm -hmm. then, you'll, then you'll get a heads up on how things will go in the first place. Gotcha, gotcha. So, you know, um... We're in in the music, you know. Um, you got your team together. What's that first record that you um that you cut and you were like, yeah, I'm a rapper. You know what I mean? Like that defining moment when you heard a, you know, you you did the record because I, I'm sure we have you got plenty of records that we probably would never hear. Yeah, you know what oh, I'm saying? yeah. But that one record when you were like, okay, it's go time. You know what I mean? Man, I I think it's funny. I think it was like almost, almost seven years ago. Mm -hmm. I was working with uh, this one dude, engineer on uh, on the east side. Um, mm -hmm. It was funny because my older sister referred me to him. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go over there yeah. and like see what's up with him. So he gives me, he gives, he like produces too. So he mm -hmm. gives me some tracks. He's like, uh, see what you can do with those. So you know come back and it's like these it's one pacific record it was i think it was called riding or something so <laughs> it's called riding so um i like i like write the verse i go in there and then like after like doing that song we're like he like mixes them we're listening to him mm -hmm. like dang this actually yeah, this act, yeah this actually is all point i actually like feel proud of myself that mm -hmm. i put that record together you know and after that I just you know wanted to stay at that level or like go beyond it mm -hmm. so, yeah definitely think no, that, that was it. it that was it yeah. so did we 
did we hear that record? Was that a record that you put out or was Not, it? Uh, nah, no, that, it wasn't. <laughs> that was like that was a good good little minute ago. Like to be honest, I don't even know where it's at. Oh, <laughs> like, right. if I, I'll have to look and find that. Yeah, I mean you know, but, it, I hear you because that's that um, it's those growing pains and and just really growing as an artist and, and figuring out who you are as an artist. You know, as an artist, um, and you know, finding your voice. You know what yeah. I mean, like. I, I know I told you earlier, like when we first got started, like they, you know, our, our audience loved to hear like those first, first names. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, so Jay Cutter, I, I'm, I'm sure that wasn't the first rapper name. Nope. When well, I was, in, uh, this was funny. When I was in uh, high school, this was like tenth grade. Like, mm-hmm. I had a little, little, very, very cheap uh, recording setup. So I used mm-hmm. to just. Freestyle songs and stuff. So like my um, first name was called Ice, in which Ice. it was like a, I guess the acronym, however you want. Gotcha. I don't know. I probably said it wrong, but it was like illest competition ever. So you know, gotcha, just gotcha. just a little kid, <laughs> a little kid. So I was just <laughs> making up shit. So I was like, oh, okay, that sounded cool to me yeah. at the time. And then like uh, when I started this group when I was in high school, I changed it to Young Cutter. You know. Mm. Like I, I bet if you Google that now, you could. I still probably pop up for my Young, my Young space Cutter. page. We're, we're gonna we're gonna do yeah. it. We're gonna do it. Young Cutter. Well, was just just regular Young spelled out. Yeah, regular Young, and then C T T A, and it should have been my like my space page or something. Or someone took it over. <laughs> oh, it was. Oh, we got somebody from New York. What was any record? What was the name of the record? Oh man. Oh, this is, uh, fair, this is fairly new, though. This is like... Okay, that's new. Well, yeah. Yeah, you might have to do some searches. It's all good. <laughs> no, that's, that's a good thing, though. That's a good thing if it's no longer there, then you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that was a minute ago. Good little minute ago. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so. okay, we got we got those first names. I always want to know, man, because, like... Yeah. I mean, I know that that's not, you know... Yeah, what, where you now? Now, what you initially started out, and then the thing was when you had that name, you just knew that it was like you were out of here, like yeah. Probably. Which one here? Oh, on iTunes. Yeah, yeah. I had this uh, <laughs> mixtape called Cutters Town. That might it might still be on that piff. I don't know. But oh, it was yeah. like, yes, yeah, there, <laughs> <laughs> there I go. There I go. That's crazy. Hey, it's still on iTunes to tell them to go and support. I know, you know? right? <laughs> go and support Young Cutter by, by, the pro- by Cutter's Town, the New South. Oh, uh, yeah, pick oh, up the project. Oh, this was like 08. Yeah, it's 08. Yeah, it was a minute ago. Hey, it's nine ninety nine on iTunes, man. Hey, still going to yeah, support. Yeah, it's funny. Actually, finding that. But, yeah, I, I was Young Cutter, and it was like, uh, I was like, I feel like um getting a little too old to be calling myself oh, young. Yeah. <laughs> and I just wanted to, like, I was like, let me just... Like, get get change, away from yeah. it. Change it up. I feel yeah. you, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So, like, the record, like I said, the record that I heard from you um, was the, uh, I, the, the first one was the... the um, Living? No, not Living. No. The, the Where I'm... Where It's At? Where It's At. I'm okay. sorry I keep forgetting yeah. the name of the record. Where Is That? Like I listened to that record and 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 like I told you before, it gave me that feeling of like college, but because it was like you know I, I I was born here, but I was raised like an hour away like, in a city called Macon. Okay. And, um, you know, when I got up here, it was just like that. You know, finally away from home. You know, you're on your own type thing, and like you know, the coolest thing to do, everybody rep the A. You know, yeah. I'm still rep. You know, Macon. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it was like. 
when you're out amongst my peers, I was the one from making when we were all out like in a club, you know, it's Atlanta, you know how it is. Yeah. And like that, that song gave me that same feeling, like where you from, like no matter where in the, you know, in the world you're from, when you're in Atlanta, you feel like you're from Atlanta, you yeah. know what I mean? It's just that type of feeling. Yeah. Um, Like what was the, the emotion and thought process behind creating uh, that record? With that, I feel like uh, a little bit on what you said, that was like, ex like the feel, especially mm -hmm. for... Like people that have never been to the city yeah. and that first time coming to it, when they hear the song, like I named like so many places, yeah, like yeah, yeah. those are like the go-to places. They even named Marta, you know, like if you just flying <laughs> in, you don't know, you don't know how to get anywhere. You take Marta, you know, you hop on the Marta. Yeah. So that was like it. Like I felt like Atlanta needed another song that mm -hmm. was just actually talking about the city, you know, yeah. just. Just showing the beauty of the city and where you can have fun, where you can um just see the city for how I see it. You know? now, was that uh, a part of a project? Uh yeah, it's actually even uh, I shot the video like almost uh, uh probably a year and a half ago. Yeah, but, I said um, it dropped in like what two thousand and twelve something. Yeah, like that. yeah, but it's actually going on uh this pro project that I got coming out, Life, Lies, and Luxury. Got gotcha. like uh like I was I've been I was working on a project for a minute like. Mm -hmm. Uh, around that time, and then my mom had got sick, so I had to like, step had, back. yeah, had to step back. And then this is like, it's it's definitely done. It's just like a few songs getting mastered. Okay. But, um, yeah, it's definitely going to that, along with the living, living the song. Living, yeah, the living record definitely dig the living record. Um. Yeah. So hold on, what was the name, the name of the project you said? Life, Life lies and luxury. luxury. That's, that's that's a mouthful. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm processing as you're saying it, and it's like that's that's some real talk. You know what I mean? Like explain the title. You know what I mean for those who may not quite understand where you're going with it. Sound like a well, lot behind it. Yeah. Well, it's like seeing how I've been working on this project for a little minute. Mm -hmm. um, like it's just like far as the actual songs, this is going over a couple of things actually. As far as like life, you know. Everybody has their ups and downs is where they yeah. going through something that puts you to another moment to where you just feel like you got to get, mm -hmm. you got to make something happen. And then lies, you know, I've been through friends, people, you know, past girlfriends, you know, and you, you'll see, you know, those are something that you're always going to experience yeah. as far as with life. You know, you're always going to, you're always going to find a liar in the midst. Yeah, yeah, and they, then, uh, they, they, they exist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> And then uh, luxury is just uh, other things that have experience. Even though you know you go through lies, mm -hmm. you go through life. You still you still have there's still a area in there where you just have fun and feel like you're just on top of the world. You just feel like I'm doing this right now, and you know nobody can compare. Gotcha. You know, compare to it. Yeah, that's a dope title, man. Like you said, you're pretty much done with it. Just in like the um, the mixing phase. Are there any? Um, special guests on there or is it all you uh, no nah, it's not all me i got um a couple features and this is like people i've worked with that felt like was like actually dope like i got mm -hmm. this uh one singer called uh jay scott he's on two of my records and we're actually gonna do a do a group project together which oh, is gonna dope. be oh. gonna be awesome not uh i would say i guess similar to fam fan with chris brown and a uh, tiger but he doesn't rap so it's it's gotcha. gonna be more more let's say i'm sorry let me say more of like a r kelly jay-z thing okay okay more cool, more cool, so cool. Of that yeah but um 
we got him on there. I got another. I got another singer on there. He like sings a rap, pretty boy lyric. He I like grew up with him. He was actually in the group I was in when we was in oh, high okay. school. So like full circle, yeah, right? yeah that's that's <laughs> like my road dog. And then of course sheet of paper. This is the artist I've been yeah. working on for like over a year. I actually produce as well. So that living track I produced mm -hmm. that. Okay. And then um. And we, I got this other group that I actually met through like a, a networking event. They came down from Virginia. They like they're pretty dope. They got some they got some some heavy music coming. They're um they live to die big. That's actually their yeah group that's name. A, pretty cool. That's that's a crazy name, man. Yeah. Like that that says a lot. But you said something that you know really sparked sparked my interest. Just yeah. now. you said you also do production. Yeah, and yeah. whenever I get a producer on the podcast, I take full advantage because I, you know, I have producer background, um, and I just love to ask questions. You know, I mean, yeah. questions about producing. Like, what got you into, you know, starting to produce for for yourself? Well, did you start producing for yourself first, and then other people, or how did that? Yeah, for myself. First. Okay, like uh, you know, I was young, coming up, trying to mm -hmm. rap and stuff, just out there looking for people to make beats. I was like, man, I feel like I could do it myself. So be gotcha. just trying to just trying to do it instead of waiting on someone else to mm -hmm. you know, to shoot beats to me. That was like and then like just the love of music, just seeing cuz you know, on YouTube now I'm sure you'll see like Lex Luger or like oh, yeah. uh Mike Will producing the beat, just seeing that, just being involved and in actually creating mm -hmm. a certain sound and like getting out to the people, you know, that's 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 good enough for me you well know? uh what's your um s software or hardware of choice you know for production uh let's see like i can use the mpc like uh, i think uh i can use that i can play the keys a little bit mm -hmm. but like what's been like easiest for me since uh I'm usually on the road a lot is just fl studios that mm -hmm. or reason like i just get in there find like a crazy sound pack and just Go Man, from there. Yeah, yeah, let's go from there. Man, I'm I'm a I'm I'm a reason guy myself. Um, I do a lot of I, I mean ninety five percent of my production is sample based. Um, oh, okay. I, I mean I do do some of the other stuff, but I, I I just like to sample. I like really, you know, the the art of just digging through records and finding a sample and and you know, bringing that element. You know, not not necessarily back, but just giving it a little more um, opportunity to be known. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I just thoroughly enjoy that. Um, but what's crazy is like, I learned how to produce on Fruity Loops. <laughs> like back when it was called Fruity, Fruity Loops. Loops. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like now everybody say yeah. FL Studio and I have to remember like, okay, yeah, it's Fruity Loops. But yeah, um, yeah man, I, and I actually told this story before, but I, you know, I, I had to share with a fellow producer dude. Like I used to, produce on Fruity Loops all wrong. You know what I mean? Like, I was still in the sampling. Yeah. Like, I had Fruity Loops and then um, had a Triton, Chord Triton, that I used to pretty much pull, like, all the sounds off of that. So, what I would do is, I would, you know, I would get my drums, you know, pretty much done in Fruity Loops or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I'll find a sample or whatever, you know, whatever main sound that'll be there. But anything that I wanted to play, I would... It's crazy. Like, I would record it. Like, I use, like, a separate program called WaveLab. 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 Okay. So what I would do is, like, I have the beat playing, play it live, 
but record what I'm playing live in the way you oh, laugh. Shit. Yeah. So I would save that yeah. and then basically yeah. make it a sample and bring it in the fruit. It was like foods. it was oh, way shit. too much instead of just like you know running it through there, running it through running there. Running it through there. there. Yeah. I was just like, it's so crazy. Like, why don't you just do MIDI? But I, I really wanted the sounds from the Triton, and at the time I didn't realize that I could, you know, just uh, sync everything up to Pro Tools and just you know get my yeah. drums how I wanted and then just. Play and record it in the Pro Tools. Didn't think about that at the time, but yeah. I was doing it like that. And you know, it's just so crazy looking back on it, like the time and effort. I just wanted to sample so bad. That yeah, I you, it, you know, yeah, do anything, do like uh, anything, uh, it whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah, but um, but your your sample. I mean, excuse me, not sample, but your production style. You you mainly use like the VSTs and all of that in um, FL Studio, like. <laughs> I haven't really had a chance to mess with um, FL Studios, um, but I always hear great things about it, especially yeah. like drums. Like, yeah, it's real. Like, once you get like the hang of it, it's real mm -hmm. like easy to like really go into detail with the, especially with drums. Like, mm -hmm. I, um, other producer I mess with named MP. He like he's like killer on like. On like the baseline percussion and gotcha. like just like and he uses the same program like just look at just actually like looking at it you mm -hmm. know just looking at the pads and stuff it's just ridiculous you know how how detailed you can go into a track that's uh, I don't know if you like me if we're referring back to YouTube a lot of people mm -hmm. remake beats on yeah, yeah, yeah. Fruit Loops from there and just looking at so you're just the, watching it and, and seeing what they do to remake remake the beat or. Oh no no not me I'm just saying like uh, oh, just as far general. as like people yeah in general people okay. like uh let's say uh just making a radio songs that you on radio beats just gotcha. seeing people do that it's all through uh, Fruity Loops and uh well SLC so like when you uh <laughs> when you started producing did you have like a mentor or was it just really you seeing yourself in a room and like figuring it out it was actually figuring out for a second yeah. like like i was making some horrible tracks just looking just looking <laughs> at it just like i don't know what the hell i'm doing but you know i got an ear and maybe maybe my my mind would connect with my ear yeah, sooner yeah, yeah. or later you know and it was funny because i was using it for like when i first got when it was fruit loose when mm -hmm. i first got it I was playing with it for like a month or so i was like man forget this i don't know how to use it and then like uh I went back to it and then it finally just clicked in my head like oh this is for this this gotcha. is for that this goes here this is how you do it and, you know and then um from there then I started reading the health because I was like okay now I actually know what the hell this what yeah, the hell yeah, I'm yeah, reading yeah. you know <laughs> instead of just like reading the health and you like I don't even know where to go with it yeah. yeah that's crazy though man like I'm just thinking about when you initially learned the program and, and how like your eyes are so wide open to the program like you're so open to trying to figure out everything and then yeah. up to the point when it when like now i'm sure for you it's like you open up you know fl studio and you kind of do stuff that if somebody that's not involved in music they're looking at you like how did you do that and you're doing yeah. it in like you know no yeah. time but it's, it's just amazing to see the progression on, on just production and anything it it it's so weird that like um not even just as well. I, I say as a producer because um, you know I've just I've heard this conversation back and forth with other people. It's like when someone who's not in music 
actually sits in in, in a studio session, they're bored out their mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they're like, oh, this is not what I thought it was going to yeah. be. You know what I mean? Like, they thinking, you know, oh, man, we're going to be in here. Everybody's going to be having a good time. I get to watch it. You know, it's like, in truth be told, you're only into that if you're into music. Like, yeah. other than that, it just looks like a bunch of yeah. wasted time. Like, yeah, because you, you don't know what's going on. You don't know what's it. happening. And then, like, the... When an artist has retakes and stuff, you because yeah. when you listen to a song, you think they got it just like that. Mm-hmm. And they they get a song done in like ten minutes, and then yeah. you know on to the next, which is <laughs> so not crazy. realistic. It's not know? realistic at all. Like every now and then, you know, you might get somebody to go in and, and you know knock yeah. it out in one take, but that yeah. doesn't happen. You know, the majority of the time, and even like for somebody sending in on the creative process. They're like, man, how long are you gonna listen to them drums? No, like, it's, like it's, we listen to it forever. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's definitely a process. <laughs> it's a you process. Know? It's not like, oh, it was like, man, the song is only gonna be four minutes. Like, how do you? Yeah, it's like, no, man. Be, like, yeah. we listen to these drums, finally put something to them, and now the artist coming in and writing, and he's probably gonna listen to this same eight bar loop yep. for like a half an hour to <laughs> yeah. write. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, that's just the process. It's like. It's just amazing to see that on this side. Like, for us, it's nothing. It's like, oh, just vibing. You know what yep. I mean? But to somebody not involved, they're like, yo, I could be doing so much stuff right now with this mm-hmm. time. It's like, yeah. It, it's crazy just to see that. The um, the project, What what is there a tentative date on? Uh, there's a date, but don't, don't hold me to it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I just, I just want to make sure everything right. Because, yeah. like... When um, cause when I first finished it, when I, I actually the last song I actually recorded was the living track. Mm-hmm. Like when I finished, it, I was like, okay, like uh, let's see if I can get this out at the end of March. But as far as like uh, there's so many other things I want to get done before I draw this project. So we shall we shall see if everything everything falls into place. Mm-hmm. Just just how I like it, then we'll get it out there. That's cool. But, like, you know, um, being an independent artist, um, like, the, you know, I, I like to hear the thought process and, and also, like, you know, having a plan in place. Like you say, you, you're not going to rush the project and it's taking you, what, two years, basically, to record and, and get everything like how you want it. Yeah. And it's not rushing. But also, I noticed, like, even back in 08, you had a project on iTunes. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, it's a new dynamic now that I'm seeing that people are like, you know what? Because for, I don't know what happened, but it was a certain point in time in rap, people felt like, okay, the need to give away music. Yeah. Like, I got to give away my music. You know what I mean? And to see artists, you know, have that mindset of like, giving you that option. Like, yeah, you can download it, but it's really for sale too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm starting to notice that a little bit more often. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... And I know this might be a vague question, but like, why why do you feel this that way? You know what I mean? Like, um, I think because uh, since like from what I've seen over the past couple of years, more and more music is getting released a lot faster. People's uh, attention span is a lot shorter. Mm-hmm. So like, far as like putting music out there, you know, you might you might feel this is the greatest product you ever made, you know, and you put it out there, and, it's n- and you're not getting the response that you actually wanted. Mm-hmm. So you go in there and do something else. So just because people heard it, you know, listen to about a month or two, oh, that was dope. And then something else come out. Like you could be like the, you can have like the five CD in the world, but because mm-hmm. Lil Wayne drops his album a week later, you know, it's Lil Wayne. You know, your yeah. music your music was awesome, but 
As I'm a ride or die fan for Lil Wayne, so you know. I guess my thing is like, why is that though? Like, why do we feel, um, you know, the need to continually flood the market with music? Like, I know everyone has a short attention span, but why not put out a project and work that project for a year? You know what I mean? Yeah, As opposed that's... to, you know? Yeah, I, I definitely get you. Another another thing I've been saying is just, um, like, far as like the other end with these one hit, one, well, I guess I could call them that. It's yeah, not yeah, everybody no, no. one hit. I, yeah, I got one you. hit wonders, you know, because um, artists in in the South, you know, they they make this hot song. Them not knowing it's gonna jump like that jumps, and then um, they're so quick to sign, you know, sign oh, a yeah. deal, and then like they're whoever's behind them, you know, they give them a date, they're like. The song is jumping. We want every. We want. We need an album right here and now. So that's another thing that's yeah. that kind of because the the quality isn't there for us in music because the time they don't give artists the time to actually. Yeah, it, it it's like um, you know I think it, I think it's a bigger issue. A bigger issue also is like people are so song mode as opposed to album mode. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if you go into a, a process of like I'm gonna create an album. And once that album, the bulk of the album is done, you know, we'll we'll assess what we have here mm-hmm. and what we yeah. feel like can work. Then let's throw this out here. So then, you know, if that's that record blows, now I have an album yeah. ready. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like at, at the most I need to do is record two or three records just to kind of add to that, you know, to whatever's out there. Because more than likely. The record that catches is not going to be how the rest of your project sounds. Yeah, like, I definitely mean, not. Most of the time, it's just not like that. You know what I mean? Unless you you just had that agenda from from the beginning to be like, look, I know how I want my album to sound, and you guys are just going to accept this single. You know what yeah. I mean? Other than that, it's going to sound totally different. So you might make two or three more records to kind of polish around that. But I think you know people are definitely doing the opposite. They're they're coming in with like. I'm just gonna create a record, you know, and when Something. it blows, like, okay, now let me go and do the other work. Yeah. It's like you working backwards. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, definitely have seen it. And then it's just uh, a lot of artists just aren't ready, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you saying, focus on the song instead of like actually trying to create like a actual project because a lot of them never have really done that before. They're yeah. just in there like, I gotta make some catchy something for the club, you know. Yeah. That's where they at, you know. That's where they feel like that's the only place they can get their music played. And like another thing, I was saying like a lot of art, a lot of these big artists that are like in number one spots, a lot of their music doesn't even get played in the club. So that's another big thing. If you're if you're a real artist, you you know real about your craft, you know the club definitely helps. But then you know in the long end for these major artists, it's it's really not a big deal to them. Yeah, I get you. I mean. I, I, I'm I'm a firm believer in making music that touches emotion. Yeah. Because I feel if you can touch someone's emotion, you'll have them forever. Yeah. As opposed to if you, you know, make a hit record. A hit record is great if you can make that hit record. Like, a Blurred Lines is a hit record where, yeah. like, Robin Thicke is going to eat off of that record for the rest of his life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah. that's a hit record. But, you know... 
even a record like Bands That Make a Dance is, is a good record, but that's a record that has, it's not timeless. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, it has its time. as great as that record is, and I love the record, I'm not even bashing the record at all. I love the fact that Juicy J, people think Juicy J is a new artist. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I been, love that. Yeah, I've been listening to yeah. three, six months. You know, yeah, I love that. Like, like, people like, Ju school. Juicy J, yeah. like, who is this dude? I'm like, mm -hmm. man, Juicy J is a pioneer for hip hop. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like, but people don't. They don't know that because a lot of them are new listeners, which, I mean, I get it. It's cool, but, you know, that record is not a timeless record. Like, three years from now, you know, we we probably won't even pay attention to the record, just being truthful, you know what I mean? It'll probably mm -hmm. still ring off in some strip clubs or whatever, but for the most part, you know, we're just, we're going to be over it. That's how music works. Yeah. There's only a couple of records, probably, I would say, and I'm just throwing a, num a, a, a number out there, but... In music in general, there's probably ten records a year that that are forever gonna be played, like for you know duration of our lifetime. Yeah. In hip hop, it's probably one or two, you know, a year. Like, yeah, it just doesn't happen. Everyone's chasing you know the radio records, um, and you know when you chase those radio records, that's what you get a radio record. And when the radio's tired of it, it's over with. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm that's I've always just been a big fan of create for the emotion because if yeah, you create, definitely. you know, if you touch someone's soul, man, like that's, they ride with you forever. Like your mom or dad or, you know, grandmother can listen to some, some music from like this, the fifties, sixties and seventies that they can put it on right now and it immediately take them to that yeah, moment. Take them exactly to that you know? place. Yeah. And that's exactly what I was trying to do with this project. Like mm -hmm. me, like, if I get the release at the right time, I want to like, cause it just becomes a memory. Like, my idea was like uh, putting it out like during spring break or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Cause like, I remember when I was in college going to spring break, we was listening to Jeezy and like his album, cause it was like right when I graduated. And mm -hmm. like, listening to his album just brings back to everything that I did that summer. So right. like, being able to have a record you can feel and ride to, you know, just touching every point every mark, you know, at your, mm -hmm. at that time in life, you could play it, play it right now, and it's still just bring you back to that moment. Exactly, man. That's, and that, and that's what I'm talking about, like, making that music that puts mm -hmm. you exactly right there. Like, there's no thinking about it, like, you know exactly where you were when you first heard it, you know, you just know, you know what I mean? Like, I remember hearing 50 Cent get rich or die trying, my roommate, used to blast it out of his speakers that he had in our dorm room. And, yeah. like, that was freshman year. He used to play it over and over. I remember college dropout. I remember going to all the, the Kanye shows before That's Kanye awesome. was big. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. just, you know, three three to 500 people. And now, you, Thousands. Know, yeah. you know, like, if, you, if Kanye show up at a place that is only 300, then he's not performing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I remember those times and those moments, man. Like, you know, you, you just don't forget them. And just to have that that thought process going into a project, you know, I can appreciate that. Um, what's the, the, the setup for you? Like, I mean, the plan release, or will this one go directly to iTunes, or are you going to do... That, you, now with that it's still like up in the air because I like actually have like me working on this it's like I always have to like bring myself back to the present because like me working on this I was working on uh two other projects gotcha. so like even though like far as like written down on paper those are done mm -hmm. but me getting out there and doing it isn't so it's like that that's what I'm 
that's like gonna be like a last minute decision, gotcha. I think. But so those those other two projects are they? Have you started on them at all, or are they just? Yeah, like uh, I'm gonna like the the one uh, one is more so like uh, I think because uh, one is called Heartbreak Music mm -hmm. that. That's gonna be like later on. It's another one I don't want to get the name. I don't want to buy. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. I Still my whole uh, <laughs> idea because I, I think like the concept of it is like real cool. But yeah. that is gonna be like a uh, late fall or whatnot. But yeah, I have been recording for it. Like actually, I was supposed to go to um, the studio today, but mm -hmm. they're like moving it. So I was gotcha. gonna do something for that. So um, are you? What's your your current situation? You are independent, right? Yeah, yeah. that's right. But you um, so what's the goal? You know what I mean? Like, what the are you? Do goal. you want to get signed or like um, like far as like stuff with that, it's like if it comes, it comes. But like far as like the magnitude of my audience, I want it to be like limitless. Cause like seeing uh, like following like Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, uh, like mm -hmm. it's funny because I actually listened to that album before. Before that, uh, that thrift shop actually popped. Gotcha. I was reading an article. I think it was like Billboards or another, or some other hip hop site. Mm -hmm. It was like, a, and they were saying the the best album, best unheard albums of this year, which was like 2012. And I was like, you know what? Let me let me check this out. And it was actually like a cool album. Mm -hmm. And then like I guess along that time it just popped. And then yeah. you know, and then therefore they're like independent. And like just to see them. Just to see them get to that that point and that magnitude of them winning a Grammy without a major label push, you know, it's just just shows that it's possible. It can be done. Yeah. It can be done. Definitely can be done. I mean, yeah, yeah. Them you look at um even Mac Miller just being independent yeah. and and really having a voice. You know what I mean? Like truly a voice in in, in, in the conversation. Like you can't you know, you whether you agree with Macklemore winning a Grammy or not, he's in the conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can't deny that this guy was an independent artist that, you know, he made it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, like a couple months, you know, a year ago, nobody even knew he Nobody existed. knew he yeah. existed yeah. besides the people in his region. You yeah. know what I mean? And just to see it, and just like, you know, I look at, you know, I'm a big reader of credits. I, yeah. It's something yeah, that's I'm been saying, I think it's because we're... Yeah. Production because yeah. I do the same thing. Been, I, been I buy a CD just to see where they recorded exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You just looking like where they recorded, who mixed it, yep. who produced it. Like I've been like that all my life. And you know, I was looking at the Grammy list of uh, nominees, and I see everything that uh, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis um, were nominated for. Everything said Macklemore and Ryan Lewis LLC. Yep. Like no other label. It is just it's inspiring to see that because you see it can be done. Like this is. Two guys that created a, you know, limited liability corporation, LLC, and said, like, you know what, we're just going to do it our way. We're going to fund it our our own. I don't know how they got funded. I don't know if they yeah, went to a bank and yeah, got, that's got a, a thing loan. I don't know. You know, yeah. I don't know if it was from doing shows and funding themselves. I don't know. I don't know if they went into debt. I don't know any of that. Yeah. But what I do know is at the end of the day, it's just them. It's no... Yeah. Interscope, you know, Universal, yeah. blah, 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 blah. You know, it's none of that. It's just them. And to see that, that's inspiring, man. Because, yeah, definitely. You know, definitely. it can be done. It's showing that it can be done. You know, it's, it's the same thing with, like, having a black president. Like, 
regardless of your stand on politics, and I'm by no means can talk about politics yeah. because I don't have <laughs> one interest in it. I, I could care less, you know. Um, yeah. But I have one of my best friends. He's in politics. Like, that's his life. Like, he's okay. all about it. But it shows that it can be done. Like, if this guy believed that he can be president, you can't tell a, a, a little black kid in, in elementary school that he can't be a president anymore. Yeah, because... It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Like you know, when we were growing up, it was like, oh no, I can't be president. Yeah, like, I know, know. Yeah, that didn't even the thought didn't even cross. Yeah, your it mind, didn't right? cross your mind. It's like, oh whatever. Like it, you didn't even, you didn't think it was an obtainable goal. But now to see that, just like you said, like these are two guys, independent artists. They won several Grammys. Like it yeah. can be done. You know what I mean? And done in hip hop. Now you know, I'm sure it's been done in other genres. I've never really did the research, but. They did it in hip hop. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's inspiring to, to anybody. So yeah, definitely. You know, just gotta definitely. gotta keep the grind and have a have a plan. Yeah. Definitely have a plan. That's when like uh, you know, whatever happens is gonna happen, you know. Yeah. I just know that something's gonna happen. Yeah. You know? That's what I'm like, because uh, 'cause I've I read other things like beating managers and stuff. It's like you don't chase the label because you know they're gonna they're not gonna give you what you want. You know, if you build up that fan base you mm-hmm. make sure everything is in order then you know everything else is going to come naturally man it's 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 basic um and i i know my my uh marketing degree and all that's coming in and whatnot but it's it's you know it's basic economics like supply and demand yeah. basically you know what i mean like the more you do on your own you build your supply you build your demand and it's it's to the point to where they have to you have leverage you know what <coughs> yeah. i mean and a lot of times what, what artists are doing is like, you know, a lot of people come from, you know, bad situations and they feel like this is the only way to make a bad situation good, jump on the first deal. And, you yeah. know, like, no, nah, like these 360s, I a friend of mine, an artist that I work with, do it. you know, she hit me up about a deal that, mm-hmm. um, that she could be possibly, um, you know, a, a deal situation. And she said it's a 360 and, you know, the first thing I told her was like, you know, get a lawyer. And my personal opinion is that you you might not want to sign the 360. And the only reason why I say that is because she doesn't have any leverage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a 360, I don't think a 360 is a good deal at all. That's just my personal yeah. opinion. Uh, I don't, you know, I, don't think, I, I would never. Like, I just don't, personal. I don't see how you can show me the benefit of you eating 360 of my pie yeah. by and giving it, me an advance. Yeah. Like, I just don't see it. You know, especially Can't knowing... How the business model was, you only got money off of CDs. Yeah. Like if, and like I, if, if you're a business person, if you just yeah. know that, and you don't even have to know the ins and outs of music, but there's like so many other places to where they pick money from off your music. Even shit, your your radio spins. Like mm-hmm. if you don't have publishing and stuff, then you know they're gonna start picking from that. If you don't write your own music, that's another area to where you have to find somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, to get get stuff done, and that's another area where you can make money off of. Yeah, and, and you know, I just, I just never been a fan of it. Like I remember, it was a music conference um, they had in Atlanta like years ago. Like I do music, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, with uh, with uh, uh, with it Patchworks. Yeah, Patchworks. Yeah. Do it. And, yeah. and it's been a while since I since I've been, but I'll never forget. Um, it was the year. Um, DJ Toon was talking about it. He was like, man, these, these new deals, they starting to, you about to start seeing everybody have them. It was like, they're called 360 deals. And it was like the first time I had 
you know, heard the name 360. I heard of the concept of like, you know, labels eating off of everything. Yeah. But this was the first time that I heard it had an actual name. And uh, he was just saying like, you know, just be on the lookout because yeah. labels are seeing like they, you know, labels are smart. They, they're, These labels are ran by corporate businessmen. Like yeah. they see that people are not selling CDs. So when CD sales down, I mean, our profits are down. So like, we got to find another way to get money. Yeah. So... Now they want to eat off of your CD sales, your digital sales, your shows, yeah, your like touring, your merchandising. Thing. I'm like, these, even crazy. these artists got to understand with a 360 deal, if you were to sign a 360 deal with a label and you go off and get your own reality show, they, gonna eat off. they can eat off of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you got to think about yeah, it. Like, really think about deals, what, all that stuff. They, they Gatorade, got, like, man, I like what you're doing. I want to get up the label. Like, let me get a piece of that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, we just send a check. <laughs> you you got You just have to be smart. Like, I just don't think that a three sixty. And, and and truth be told, the only people that I've heard that say three sixty deals are great are the people that has a three sixty deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't heard anybody <laughs> in music that yeah. says that these are great deals. Like, unless somebody can just you know give you twenty million, you know that your evaluation of your your brand is only fifteen million. Then that's okay, it makes sense. Like, okay, yeah, twenty million. Give me the twenty million. And if I take a loss of a million dollars here, or you know, if I make twenty one million and you guys eat off that one million, cool. But you know, that that's a good three sixty. But yeah. that ain't gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's just not gonna happen. Yeah. But they want to benefit. You know? Yeah, they want to benefit. It's a business. You know what I mean? Like a business is not gonna. Business is all about profit. Nobody's gonna go into business where they're gonna take a loss on purpose. Unless they know that taking that loss is going to give them an increase somewhere else. Yeah. Like, that's just basic business practice. These people are not stupid. Like, you're not getting over on the label. Like, yeah, they got happen. tons of lawyers to draw up these deals that's going to be in their favor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think if people start to just sit back and think and process it, you'll know better. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I, I just... Well, I, did, I mean, and then it's just... I think another thing is just built on your passion for the music. Do you yeah. really feel like you can, do you actually know how long you want to do it? And actually feel like you can last in the mm -hmm. music game for a certain amount of time. So I think that weighs in there as yeah. well. Like, do I really want to be doing this for the next five to ten years? Can I really, like, stand to, like, go through this process again that's after true. I put out this album? So that's, that's probably true. another thing. That's, that's a good point. That's a good point, man. I mean... I'm I'm just a big fan of, you know, and not even just saying 360. I know we just had that long convo about that, but just any record deal. Me personally, I feel if it's not life changing, then be patient and wait for something better. Yeah, that's just my personal opinion. Like if it's not gonna, you know, if it's not gonna make you, give you an opportunity to leave your your daytime job right now, like twenty five thousand is not gonna make you leave your job. Like that that's not gonna do it. You know what I mean? Like even even a hundred thousand I mean, a hundred thousand might be a little better because you can live small and, and living in Atlanta, you know, a hundred thousand dollars you can probably pay your expenses for like if you live minimum, probably, you know, four to five years if you live live minimum. And that's but you know, that's that's pushing it. You know what I'm saying? But that can be done. If you take that and pay off all your debt so when you don't have to, you know, owe anybody anything later on, like, okay, all my debt paid off. I got me a little small little apartment or whatever. I'm just going to pay this, you know, $1,000 rent. Yeah. You can make it last, but 
the average person ain't gonna do that. They gonna yeah, get that hundred thousand. First thing they gonna do is go and, and buy and a chain, blow it. Yeah, blow it. You know, and, and blow it's it. like, yeah, because you, know, you know, seeing money like that, they think it's like big and and they think they're gonna get it again. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that's another thing. And it's like, no, it's not that. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. At the end of the day, it is what it is. <laughs> um, we've been we've been talking for like almost an hour, man. So it's right around the point where we, you know, try to wrap stuff up. But before we get out of here, um. Get, get some housekeeping stuff like have the project dropping soon we don't know exactly when you're not going to give the date just yet but you are pretty much yeah it's, everything's pretty much done it's yeah, just more so it's good to go strategy just, part yeah waiting um, on the right time when uh, how can people contact you if they need to you know, uh, find out more about you actually like if you would actually google J Cutter the letter J and then space C-U-T-T-A I should be the first thing to come up I know that matter of fact but I have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of that is the same, which is that's Jay Cutter. Mm-hmm. So you can add that's Jay Cutter and you should be able to find me D A T S J C U T T A. Then it pops right up, you'll find me. Dope, dope, dope. And I mean man, you listen to a podcast before so you know what's about to happen. Oh yeah. You yeah. already know what's about to happen. <laughs> I, I you know, if you're a rapper, man, I got I gotta get some bars before you leave out oh, of yeah, here. Man. Definitely so, you know, a rapper. Leave definitely. leave us with something. I, I got you. Uh let's see, let's see. I'm uh go off a few few lines and then I'm probably just gonna space out into a few freestyle. I don't wanna give too much. Gotcha, gotcha. Alright. <clears throat> let's see. I show respect when it's due. Never been a fan of fashion, but I'm still the flyest nigga in the room. Told my old chick I need space, give me room. Outsiders looking in, they want to zoom. Either you're broke and happy or you're rich and lonely. But I'm used to being lonely, G. Old friends that were phony, still trying to phone me. Sending text messages like they own me. I sit back and laugh because I ain't even seen a meal yet. Salute to the vets. And if you used to be my dog, then I put you down like a vet. Billy Jean having my baby, though we never met yet. Still feeling like bitches owe me sex. Labels Owe me checks, out here trying to flex, still ain't over my ex. What's next? Telling karma, it's time to sell the score. Big tours and everything I've been wishing for. That's just a little something. A little something. Dope, dope. We cut it off there, man. You don't yeah. give them too much. Tell them they got <laughs> to pick up the, the album when it comes out, man. Yeah, definitely. Life lies in luxury. Dope, 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 definitely man. Well, hey, it's uh, Jay Good is straight out the den, man. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at str the number eight o u t d a d e n. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Can't stress this enough. Subscribe, rate, comment, review. We need your support in order to make this podcast what we believe that it can be. So uh, definitely go there and show your support, man. Um, I appreciate your time, bro. Yeah, same here, man. Appreciate you having me, man. No problem, man. No problem at all, man. We out.